Hey parkour nerds, welcome to STS, a parkour podcast where we discuss the culture of parkour and our roles in it. We appreciate all the views we can get, so make sure that if you enjoyed this episode, you share it with a friend. And without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. We are getting to the end of the year. It's Mm -hmm. November 16th today. November 16th. Uh, so we got like a month and a half left and, uh, I do think, so it's like that post summer period is when parkour videos start to drop. Right. And it happens also throughout the year, but I think generally after summer is when parkour videos start to drop. And then of course there's going to be an influx or at least I'm expecting an influx in parkour videos dropping over the next month or so. Um, because, you know, people got to get their final shots, get the editing, the color correcting, and all that done. So, um, but there actually has been a number of banger parkour videos that have dropped over the last couple months. Um, yeah, so, you want to talk about any of those? There's, there's only one that I really want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, we, I, th- I think we should mention a few of them just to, you know, uh, because, so the reason why I, br- I bring this up actually is because Store does the Store Awards every year and they have this, these different categories for different things they're rewarding. They have a male of the year, female of the year. They also have uh, uh, specific video oriented ones like, I think, I can't remember, is it like best group video or something or best team Best team? There's, but there's just best team is a general award, but it's not associated with a video. There's also favorite flavor, ah, which okay. could be a jam. Okay. Yeah. Favorite flavor. And then they have one man army, but there's no category at the store awards. And maybe they'll change this eventually, but there's no category that's actually video of the year. Yeah. And I feel like that's a missing piece to the puzzle and it's mm-hmm. it's it's independent of whether it's a team like group based video or like a, an individual person in the entire video i think there's there's there should be a category for what is the best video of the year or video part or whatever you want to call it um, was there a one okay so you mentioned one man army which is probably the closest thing yeah but if you put out a video that's not just you also wait there's a year that i recall where they were naming off but but i think they were all one-man army videos uh because i remember do you know uh, i think his last name is basket joey from montreal yeah had a video with um oh god what was what was the team name they were going with at the time it was, uh, the, it was the area unit, code. Unit 45? Unit... Something like that. Unit 45, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Uh, Correct us in the comments. So he had a video uh, that he shot with Vince, and I remember it was mentioned. And so that's when I'm thinking, like, they they do get close to announcing a video of the year, because one of them had really, I think it was uh, Josh from Store, really liked that video for that year. This is probably a few years ago now, right? So I think it close, but that was probably a one-man army mention. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they that's it's just one man army. Mm-hmm. And then favorite flavor kind of. Could and then be. last year was like they also included jams in mm-hmm. the favorite flavor award. So question. Did yeah. they do one woman army? Yes. Last year? Okay. Cuz th- again, those are both like could be video of the year, but and to me, okay. So when you think, because when when you th- maybe they when I'm what I'm trying to get at actually is like maybe they don't need to do video of the year because that might cover it. Because real quick off the top of your head, name name some videos that would go into your top ten or top five all time for parkour. All time? Yeah. No. <laughs> just just name some. Just name some. Not 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 the formal lists. Not the formal lists. Just name just. When I say like best videos of all time or like most most inspiring to you. Capstone Swarm. Okay. Um Well there's a bunch that happened this year that But like okay like <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking go back go back like early years. Go back early like most you know. Yeah, but they don't hold up anymore. Doesn't matter. It's just the nostalgia factor. They held up for the time because are you saying they don't hold up? Well, they don't hold up probably because of one the uh, athletic quality, but also like the film quality. That doesn't matter. They were they were video yeah, of the year in your head at one point in time. Yeah, I don't. But I don't want to. I don't even. Okay, I'm gonna name some favorites. Go I'm ahead, name some favorites. Out of time. Yeah. Uh, that was like a phase shifting video. That was like a paradigm shift. Yeah. People were like, "Whoa!" Like, yeah, out of time is a good one. Daniel Labaka, 20, twenty. Any any Daniel Labaka <laughs> year release? Like two thousand seven show reel or whatever. Yeah. Or two thousand. Um, would you put one of like Yanis showers? Pick one, anyone, and put <laughs> it in there. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of some other like favorites where people would be like, yeah, uh, this one. Okay, really. so St- Storm, Free Run, um, Volume One, Volume One as like, a, whoa, what is this? But also mm. when they did the Barcelona video, mm. when it was like Hendo, mm. Ch- Tim Champion, and Ed Scott, mm-hmm. that was a really cool sh- video because it was also shot well and edited well. Um, Okay, my, my, my potential argument is about to fall apart here. Okay. But what I was thinking was that, I mean, it started with Out of Time, and I was thinking, because that was a big deal. Um, as I said, any time back in the day, Danny put out a, a part, it was a big deal. Oh, um, Professor Longhair, Big Chief. All time, um, for sure, yeah. Philly, Philly D, Barefoot. Um, and then, Barefoot Tent, them laps or whatever. Yeah, and then any of like the... what. I think some people refer to the golden era of uh, uh, British videos, like the Ampi Sound edits. Yes, would fit in there. But anyways, I, I think I think we're getting to like a fifty-fifty here. But what I was by doing this little experiment, I was thinking we're probably going to land on some uh, titles of videos that were one-man army videos, essentially. Because um, to me, back in the day, that was a big that was a big deal for me. Uh, when clip saving was not something that you announced, it was just the norm. Well, yeah, because there was no Instagram. Yeah. Or it was like very very early days Instagram. And so you couldn't put out clips because you were saving them for an edit. And 
again, anytime Daniel Baca put out something, it was like video of the year because he was just doing all this groundbreaking stuff. Little merm videos, by the way, I would put. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some, but some but then we villain. mentioned some team ones, right? Because like Storm again, Stormframe Volume so, One was huge for a lot of people. I would actually say like some of Livewire's videos. Yeah, um, his two thousand nine video, I think, yeah. was the one that. So, but it was it was interesting because at the said, time, sorry, we said li Tim Sheaf Livewire. Tim Sheaf, yeah, also known as Livewire. Um, back in the nickname days, mm -hmm. uh, isn't that right, Rez? It is. <laughs> Um, I, so there was like an unspoken rule or unspoken competition that was happening in at, at least the era that I started where it was like, you make a one year video yeah, and you try to get as good as you can and you film your one year oh, you're, show sorry, reel. You're saying first year. You're saying your first year. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Your yeah. first year show reel, mm -hmm. right? Your first year sampler. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was like, it was kind of an unspoken rule, like just get as good as you possibly can and then be put out a video that's like, you know, Tom Capola one year, whatever, right? And uh, and I feel like that was like a big part of the culture. And it, and it, of course, like it wasn't just one year videos, but it was also like, uh, you know, uh, do you remember Owen from Team Chisor? Mm -hmm. uh, like his, he had a video called Record of Achievements. You know, mm -hmm. and it was like a period of time. And it was just like, that was like the concept behind videos was just like record your achievements and, and put it out there and then inspire everybody else to like raise the level. Mm -hmm. And that's largely what has happened. But now we have like this like consumer, I hate that word, but this, <laughs> this like consumable culture of like Instagram clips that you just scroll and you'll see incredible things that raise the standard. Mm -hmm. So in some ways I think Instagram is good in that it's constantly showing you things that allows you to raise the standard and like pass on to other generations. But in other ways it's bad because it's, it's diluting parkour, like con video content a lot. And you know, we have short attention spans and it actually makes it a little bit less special because when I see cool stuff now, I'm like, I'm like more, desensitized to it um so but anyway video of the year yeah I, I guess your point was that a lot of the times it was like individuals yeah I, I guess in, i'm not it's not like necessarily a defense of the store awards like it even needs to be defended it doesn't matter but i think what they were attempting to do with one man army when they made that was prob probably like that's video of the year uh, so like the team, the concept of like team making a video uh, of the year wasn't, didn't, doesn't exist. Yeah. I mean, but I think you proved your point slightly wrong, mm -hmm. which is that <laughs> there are like incredible yeah. like team videos that have happened yeah. over the years, even before Sword Awards has started. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess like, this is kind of what I want to talk about, which is that we need a video of the year, like crowned. Yeah. And it could be an individual, it could be a team video or a group video or whatever you want to call it. But like there's very clearly a few that are in the running this year in my head of what I would consider a video part of the year. Um, and so I think we should talk about some of them. <laughs> I'll, I'll start. Which, but I, which one do you want to start? I'll start. I'll start with um, 
the uh oh my god i'm actually forgetting the name of it do you remember who's in it yes it's the munich parkour community are you talking about the kip kip of berlin no, no. no oh you're talking about uh neophyte <laughs> neophyte yeah. I was so I was getting lost. You did the thing where you named the area, and my mind went blank. Yeah, bad geography. Um. <laughs> or I just don't even like. If you ask me, like, where's Matt Ma from? I'd say somewhere in Europe. I don't know. I haven't. Yeah. You don't know he's from Germany. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> neophyte. Neophyte like completely surprised me. It was like. I, I, I went to watch it because I was like, oh, like, Matt Ma has, like, a super unique style. Wait, am I saying it wrong? Matt Ma. Is it, is, is, Matthias <laughs> Meyer. Yeah, but is the, I always read it as, like, Matt M.A. Could be. Could be a Matt M.A. Could be Matt Ma. Actually, the brand is three T's. M-A-T-T-T-M-A. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. But anyway... Matthias Meyer and Yana Schauer are both in it. And so I was like, oh, okay, like, I'm going to click on this video. And I watched it and it, like, completely blew me away. It was, it was awesome. Upon, like, rewatches, there's, like, other things in it that were, like, not, like, super duper high level, but it's still made for a great watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, like, revealed, like, the circus guy. Yeah. Jacob Volker or whatever his name is doing those crazy like diving towards um mm-hmm. a like poles and catching them and like sliding super yeah. cool that was like that was one of those like uh light bulb moments if you will if um oh i wonder i wonder if it'll be award. considered for that yeah i just think that's that's got to be like one of the the manliest things you can do is catch a pole with your crotch <laughs> come on i don't know about that <laughs> uh so that was <laughs> So that was really cool. Also, like, the elevator sequence where they're, like, playing with the trees. And, like, that was cool. And then, of course, like, a lot of the other stuff. And also, I felt like Lisa's part or, like, clips in it Mm -hmm. were, like, awesome. Like, she did that massive, like, downward standing uh, cat leap. (laughs) What's a cat leap? Um, And... Yeah, I don't, there's just some, there's just really cool stuff in there. And I thought, and when I watched it, I was blown away by it because it just looked really good. It was like a really good polished look. And not too long after that video came out. Um, Can you, before before you go on to the, are you supposed to bring up another video? I was, but hold on, before, before I mm-hmm. do, mm-hmm. Um, watching Neophyte is what made me start thinking about the concept of video of the year. Because mm-hmm. when I watched it, I was like, that's video of the year. Yeah, it was a clear, clear standout uh, when it dropped. Do you remember the month it dropped in? No. Uh, the reason I'm asking is because I think it was still like summer. It might have been September. I think it was earlier. I don't know. You can look this up real quick. No, because uh, it was after it was after um, SPL. Okay. I was just for some reason I'm thinking that Matt may drop another video like another group video or something because for some reason this seemed like it just seemed early for a video of that caliber uh august 30th 
yeah. is when it came out. I guess, I mean, that's end of summer, but you'd have to think that a lot of the people in that video are still doing big stuff mm-hmm. uh, from when they stopped recording till now. So, I don't know, we might see another video from that's possible from that, that crew. Yeah. I can't define that crew either. It's really... Well, so so Neophyte is the Munich parkour community, the people who are associated with Munich, I believe. I could be entirely mistaken, but I'm pretty confident in that because it's called a Munich parkour project. Neophyte, a Munich parkour project. There you go. Um, so, so, that, so that video is what kind of start, started me thinking about the concept of video of the year. Mm-hmm. And then uh keepa berlin dropped and that was like and i guess i i watched that for the first time at the screening that we did um uh which is really cool uh i i and i watch and we watched it again at your house mm-hmm. uh, the other week but that's all that's also another video that's in the running it's just like really standout parts in that video there's a lot of athletes in it and they're all really good. Um, yeah, I would lean more towards Neophyte. But here's here's the kicker. I think if you edit down Kippa Berlin, it beats Neophyte. Yeah. So there's these are two different concepts in the way they're put together, right? Mm-hmm. There's like the there's the part-based video where it's like Kippa Berlin where each person has their own section throughout the video, kind of the same way Capstone Swarm was. Mm-hmm. And then there's Neophyte, where it's just kind of a blend of like all athletes and just like whatever whatever lines or whatever fit at the moment, they kind of like edit it in that way. And so I was trying to figure out like which one I like better because at the end they have like this, the video credits mm-hmm. where it's like revealing who is each person um, but there is something nice about the Keep of Berlin style where you know each of the people who are doing it in the moment. It's like this is their entire video part of this video. So I was trying to figure out which one I liked better. And this is where that conversation of video of the year come, becomes really difficult is that if I were choosing between those two videos, which would I choose? And I think overall the movement in Keep of Berlin is actually higher, but I think I enjoyed the watch of Neophyte more. It's shorter. Yeah. And that's a big part of it too. Uh, short and sweet. Yeah. Keeps me wanting more. When a, when a video ends and I'm like, oh no, it's over. That's the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be like, okay, we got another part coming up, you know? <laughs> uh, so, but I still thought, I still thought Keep of Berlin was, was excellent. Um, choosing between those. Luckily, I don't have to choose between those because I think there's other videos that are better now. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Okay. Actually, I, I actually do want to do like a, a watch through of, of them and mm-hmm. kind of like try to try to really like identify because i've seen all these videos once so like the 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 novelty of it is is gone and so now i could watch it more like critically Mm. 
because you didn't watch it critically the first time. <laughs> well, without the novelty, without the like wow yeah. factors, I can mm-hmm. be like, okay, like I actually like this part yeah. better. I, I think actually an interesting point there is uh, the because you were talking about the shorter video, the um, Kip of Berlin, maybe maybe there comes a point during the video where you're like, oh, okay, another part, right? Yeah. Um, I guess another thing that would need to be corrected to make like a great video is prevent the audience from reaching the point where you get critical. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, I've been watching this and now I realize I'm watching a video and I'm starting to think about the quality of the video as I'm watching the video. Yeah. Good. A good video would mean that you never stop to think about, oh, I've been watching this for a while. What can they wrap it up? Like what's, what's yeah, next? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so what's next? So what's next? Well, I, we'll talk about the comments. And I think one of the things that's kind of, that's helped me get to this point where I've like started thinking about like video of the year is that the comments is like, we're putting a heavy emphasis on like produce, like being the, the a platform for people to put out videos on mm-hmm. um, and kind of really pushing for this quote unquote longer form video uh culture and so first we'll talk about uh i I just want to talk about eggs video which i'm forgetting the name of tether tether i haven't watched it and i I... (laughs) did i not show you i thought i showed you you. me part of it okay show me you show me like the uh yeah we sat down and um you just you pulled up Basically, I guess what would be the because you you described the first part of the video being more like this recovery arc, yeah. And then you showed me basically where it's like where it picks up. All right, they're totally recovered and doing crazy stuff. Yeah, egg. <laughs> the second half of that video was incredible. Um, unfortunately, for the first watch through, I like was not super interested in watching it. But then I watched it again, but completely ignoring the first half. And it was some of the craziest and coolest, unique, most unique, like parkour uh, movement that I've seen in a really long time. So uh, I just felt like I didn't, I didn't ultimately end up liking the video as a whole, but the second half of it, and maybe it just needed more storytelling or something to pull me into like caring about the story of the recovery arc but ultimately what was most interesting to me in that video was the incredible movement that happens in the second half so um i do recommend people watch it but just you know wait until the second half to before you turn it off (laughs) um yeah i don't mean that to be that like uh, i don't mean to be making that like a scathing review of it because it's just, it's, it is super good if you're watching like the incredible stuff that happens towards the end. Yeah. I, I still haven't given it a full, full watch, so I can't. Yeah. Can't and maybe. maybe I've lowered your expectations on it to the mm-hmm. point where you'll enjoy it more than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but wow. I feel like I had, I had higher, high expectations going into it. And then I was like, Oh, this is kind of boring in the beginning. So, mm-hmm. 
I, I thought of like, uh, and I guess I think we'll, we'll do this anyways, but uh, we were, because we're talking about video of the year and uh, you mentioned we could do an episode, maybe, maybe New Year's Day, maybe <laughs> the day after New Year's Day or something where we're actually uh, stating like video of the year mm. and our, our, our opinion on it. Um, it would be a, a fun exercise, I think, to uh, get together and like do a straight watch through of a bunch of like candidates and like yeah. throw Tether in there. And so it's like if I haven't actually yeah, watched it, like yeah, that's yeah. when <laughs> that's good. when I watch it. Yeah, we should definitely do that. Okay. Do you want me to bring up the next one? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have anything to say about um, well, you Tether, unfortunately. Seen it, so, yeah. I, I, um, I'm, I'm a little fuzzy. There, there's like a few standout clips in my head. Uh, such like there's a there's a Kong Gainer pre at uh, oh, geez, Freeway Park mm. that Egg does, uh, and knowing how like just gnarly the setups are at that at that spot um that that clip really stood out to i don't me think that's freeway that's no? um that's the other one that's that designed looks like by freeway? lawrence harp okay. Hoffman, but okay, okay. it's in uh portland okay i don't know the name still of that one. i would uh, still i would say like yes. that's you know if, it, if it's anything <laughs> if it's anything like it it's not like when you think about any like con gainer pre's you've seen they're usually on nicer looking wall setups yeah uh, there's well, not, I don't know. There's so many cool like things that happen. Like the that 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 does the the fountain that you're speaking of in Portland and Freeway Park are like the brutalist of brutalist yeah. architecture. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There, there's so many cool things that happen. Like there are like big heavy hitter mm -hmm. moves, like double con gainers and stuff in it. Yeah. But there's also like like Webster with their head in a pot. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. I guess, it. Oh, so, I, I guess so. I guess some of the stuff too that that um, that I remember from it, it's it's harder for me to name the move. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I can't put it. Whereas like Congator Pre, yep, yeah, <laughs> no, that is that's the easy one. Um, anyway, we'll ha we'll have a full watch through. Yeah, uh, a little bit later in the year. Okay. Um, What's the next contender? Uh. Okay. There's two. There's two directions we can go with this. Okay. Um, we could talk. We could talk. Try less. Mm -hmm. We could talk Maven. Okay. Um, try less is not a contender whatsoever for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, for video, of the I mean, I don't know. I haven't. Again, I haven't given Tether a full watch, so I will reserve that. Um, but yeah, if we want to talk about try, I, I would talk about it. I think we should we should mm -hmm. mention it. I I I feel I feel the same way personally, mm -hmm. and the reason why is because while each of the things that are in try less were awesome and incredible and achievements in their own right, it feels like it was two minutes of footage that was stretched into nine minute video. Mm -hmm. without appropriately like like uh i don't know like giving me a story to follow or yeah 
the the B roll didn't build up for me. It didn't do what it was yeah. supposed to do. It was just kind of there. Um, I actually think if this if it was just the video, if it was just the clips, mm -hmm. with like I don't know a fraction of the B roll, but mm -hmm. even even without the B roll, just the clips, I'd be like, damn, that was a banger video. Well, it'd be really short though. I know, I know, <laughs> but. In, we already talked about sometimes mm -hmm. that's good, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I think even uh, instead of the B-roll, because, okay, like, let's talk about Nate Weston real quick. Yeah. Because um, I think that's really what we should be talking about is Nate Weston and not necessarily yeah, yeah. the video. That's true. Uh, he's, he's an absolute treasure uh, of parkour. Um, he's so unique and he has been at a, such a high level for so long. And then he kind of has had this, this period where uh, I don't, I'm, I'm assuming it's injury where he can't yeah, uh, he do broke, as much. Yeah, he broke his ankle. Yeah. And then you see that he's still able to find like these unique things that most, you know, you'd, you'd struggle to find like other, maybe some of the things like that anyone else could do um, or like very few people could do or would find, you know, like have the eye for it. Like he has the eye for, yeah. for um for unique uh challenges as well and that was that was on full display um because you can you can almost like name every big feat in this video it was just that the footage around these things um like seeing i don't know that i don't recall watching like a lot of preps or like for some of it you got um like he the Santa Monica Beach like bar trick like he yeah. he bails or something, um, yeah, and so so that's so that that that's you know cool to see, uh, but some of the other stuff it's just kind of like lifestyley footage where it's just kind of like looking at stuff, walking around, showing shots of buildings and stuff, but nothing that really adds to um, the the movements that take place in a, in a really meaningful way. Uh, and so it, it, yeah, I found myself actually very quickly in that video being critical, like while watching it. Yeah. Um, like I, I was taken out of it, like almost like within, you know, the first like minute. But okay. And so just talk, going back to talking about Nate and mm -hmm. I find, so I was talking to some guys about Trilist the other day and they were saying like, oh, I wish he would have done some like lines and like cool mm -hmm. lines. And it's like, that's not Nate. No, I actually don't yeah. think Nate is necessary. I mean, like he can build lines and mm -hmm. he can do some really great, you know, line development. Mm -hmm. But what he, who he is is the type of person to go and find something that's super challenging, especially in the mental realm, mm -hmm. and be able to like will himself into sending it. And that's what I feel like Triless was. <laughs> yeah, where he was, he was finding some things that were top level mental challenges that nobody else but him will would likely be able to do and doing it and to his credit like every single clip i think in that video is incredible it's just the way that it was packaged together it doesn't feel like it held attention well mm -hmm. i also think there could have been um i guess filler even like filler movement because Filler movement by Nate Weston is still really good. Yeah. So if you think about all the like footage in between, and by the way, like the video itself is really only like four minutes long, and then it's like four minutes of weird credits right. um, that happen after. But 
Um, if you even took, took that four minutes and instead of a lot of the uh, shots that don't really do anything, if it was shots of just like other training or movement that he's done, that's like maybe not as crazy as the other stuff, but just, I think, um, did you already mention Maven a moment ago? I mentioned it, yeah, okay. yeah, but I didn't say anything. Because that. that's like a big difference where like Maven isn't all, it's not all like, because you would you would lose attention too. Like if everything was like groundbreaking, groundbreaking, groundbreaking after the next thing, there's some stuff in it that's like really cool um, because almost anything that Chris does is like really cool and almost anything that Nate does is really cool. And so if, if they had filled the space with that as opposed to like just uh, B-roll footage, uh, I think we'd be having a different conversation about it. Yeah, I think I agree. But again, I I almost feel like that's not Nate. Like he does, he wouldn't. Like he has that. super high standard, and no, he's the video's like, called Trilus. Doesn't <laughs> I don't care. But I think Nate has a really high standard, and he only wants to do his best. And he ultimately did it. Yeah, I just, I, I just I wish know. it was I, packaged a little I, bit differently. I can't speak to the motivations, and it's also really confusing when the video is called Trilus. If you're gonna do your, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't really get it. I guess um, sometimes I think, I think, I think, uh, and I think people will say this when they're mm-hmm. when they're working on a challenge and they're not getting it. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I just gotta not try so hard, mm-hmm. like yeah, because yeah. like you're like tensing up or whatever mm-hmm. and i think maybe that's playing into the title is just like yeah sometimes you're just like tensing mm-hmm. up and you're just trying too hard you just need to like relax and let your body take over what it knows how to do already and so maybe that's kind of the way i think about what try less means mm-hmm. maybe it means something completely different that's just my interpretation mm-hmm. um but i do think that like like He's he he has a high standard and he is really good and he in my opinion lived up to that high standard. I just wish the video was packaged differently and it should be like the even down to like the song choice was kind of just like just lulling you to sleep a little there's bit. There's also to be critical of the there's a couple of shots that like shit the bed in terms of like framing the, yeah. like just just keeping keeping him in frame in a way that also shows the challenge. Um, and I know sometimes there's difficulty with knowing like, oh, is this person going to go on, you know, like if, cause I think a lot of the, yeah. um, stuff is like, you're not going to repeat it. Um, and so you, you really have to be a good camera operator. Um, I, I think like, so from my experience, like shooting with someone like Mateo who doesn't do parkour, he starts filming, uh, my attempts, you know, he'll start filming my attempts on something and then by the time I'm ready to, to like truly send one, he's also ready. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like it could be, I could see Nate actually being a difficult person to, uh, to film in that regard, but there's still, I don't know. There's stuff that you should be able to do as a, as a videographer to, or cinematographer, camera operator, whatever to, to capture. And I I think they, there's, there's two challenges in it where I'm just like, uh, that that was not framed well at well, all. So he does that big concrete height. That's one. <laughs> and they have a drone shot mm-hmm. of like the building. Mm-hmm. And I thought we were going to see that same shot of him doing it. Mm-hmm. And we unfortunately didn't get yeah. it. 
And it, it looks like it's really difficult to film without a drone. Yeah, because it, they're just super, it's super close, and it's almost like there needed to be a, a wider lens. Yeah, and it's something that did you, know, you watch like behind the scenes of that challenge? I haven't yet, and uh, that was actually I've actually been meaning to. I enjoyed yeah. watching that video because it told a little bit more of the story behind like this challenge that he clearly like was very motivated to do and he had to break it down and he had to work on it in the gym mm -hmm. and then eventually and like you have to run around a corner mm -hmm. to do the kong which is like so you're not even looking at the wall when you're yeah. getting it's like it's crazy that he even did it mm -hmm. like <laughs> let's put that out there that like anybody else would be like ah there's not a good approach we can't do it unfortunately it's so close like i wish it was better you know yeah. but nate weston's like no i'm gonna run at it blind and then commit no, like, I don't understand how you get to that level and be able to, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to switch it on and do this incredibly high consequences Kong Prix. Anyway, um, one of the things I did really like about Charles is when he called his parents. Because mm. <laughs> it's, like, clear. It's like, oh, this is a really big deal. And then they're, like, really happy for him. Yeah. <laughs> um which is like a side of like, I think mm. in parkour, you don't really get to see of the like, yeah. what does your family think about what you do? You know? <laughs> I, think, I think there's a picture of uh, Davis Vasconcelos like calling his dad mm, yeah, yeah, after, yeah. Uh, after doing a challenge in the, the video that, that he's making right now. Uh, you ever call your dad after? <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah like, my, my parents have, no concept of like <laughs> any of like um my parkour abilities <laughs> <laughs> yeah um no definitely never called my parents after i did a cool challenge <laughs> they probably wouldn't get it but they like in general my parents are very supportive of what i do but mm -hmm. it's just I feel like, well, I feel like, I don't know, I don't know Nate's parents, but I do know Davis's dad and he's like, they're like, they're buds, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah. uh, yeah, anyway, it makes sense mm -hmm. for Davis to call his dad. Um, anyway, I feel, I feel bad criticizing Triless because like every single clip independently mm -hmm. is awesome. I just didn't like the package it came in. And um, I hope that Nate's next video is just give me a little bit more punch. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't feel bad about it because it's not a critique on Nate. That's true. Because he didn't. Well, unless he, he, he's involved, he's involved in the video. Like unless maybe he's he like some, shoot it from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. To be this close. <laughs> exactly. No, I. Um, I, I think um, I could continue to say so many nice things about Nate Weston and uh, what he's achieved and uh, in parkour and this, the, the impact he's made on parkour uh, and is continuing to do um, with some of the feats in the video. So um, definitely still worth a watch because really it's only four minutes of your time. That's true. Um, and so if you haven't seen Try Less yet, it's, yeah. It's only it's only four minutes, and you're gonna see um, a handful of of challenges that are like that are very unique. 
I just want to say what my favorite line is in it. Mm. It's that Kong to the red beam. Mm-hmm. And then the like, like splat back to cat and then descent. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like so perfectly Nate. Yeah. And so like quintessential <laughs> Nate Weston in that he's doing a descent and he's doing a high like consequence Kong Prix. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I actually, um, I have to, um, watch it and i think like a lot of the clips are probably available on um instagram at this point um too but yeah i um definitely have to watch it again um because that's another thing with videos where i you could show me a parkour video and i would have trouble recollecting like everything that happened in it um which is sometimes a strength of having the b-roll and stuff it just has to be has to take you somewhere yeah um, and it just didn't in this case yeah Okay, well, there's really only one other video to talk about. <laughs> yeah, uh, which uh, we so we've already kind of alluded to uh, Chris Roth, uh, his his video Maven, uh, which you... free the motion on Instagram mm-hmm. is his handle. He doesn't have nearly enough followers, mm-hmm. and that's actually one of the Achilles heels of the video. Uh, meaning because it's not getting probably the viewership that it it could. Yeah, because he's not a name yet, Mm -hmm. and he really should be. Like, people should know who this guy is. Yes, but also, like, now, because I don't think I was following him until um, until I saw the video. Really? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't think think I was. Um, But... Like seeing the type of stuff he posts, it's um, when we think of like worth or like de- de- deserves not not a word that we like and yeah, stuff like that. I but agree. but I can I can see why he doesn't have a lot of followers um, based on like his his regular posting. And it's not to say that his regular posting isn't incredible stuff. It's just to the, the it's it's hard for an uneducated person to yeah. assume when we look at um like who has who does have big followings on Instagram. You're uh, absolutely right. I, I, I guess I think, I, I think he has like less than 5,000 followers. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to like actually look at his latest posts just to kind of. Okay. Well, actually let, this is a good, good question. How many? Yeah. So he has 3,700, almost mm-hmm. 3,800 followers on Instagram right now. Um, but the parkour world that, would appreciate his movement oh yeah this like, one oh that's my God, really crazy. cool Wait, he's but, not done. <laughs> yeah yeah but also like what Sorry, it's, it's it's not it's not viral no no, no. but here's <laughs> but here's my point though yeah. there's way more than 3800 people in the parkour world that would appreciate that post yeah, um, that also had like three thousand likes. That post. Yeah, yeah, that's his. Mo- yeah. That's his most mm-hmm. viral. Yeah. One, I think. I don't but... think it's, it's. It was his most uh, recent. It wasn't actually pinned. No, it's thing. definitely pinned. That's an. Really? That's an old. old I tried post. to. I tried to pick one that wasn't pinned. Damn no, it! I definitely was, pinned. That's what I was trying to do. That's it. That's an old one. I, right. That was when I, I mean, first saw him. Okay. Let and me, I. That's actually the first time I, I had seen that clip. Um, pin, pin, pin. Okay, so this is the most recent yeah. pinned. Cool. So black and white. Um. No, oh, this is from his uh, 
his video too late bros with um <laughs> with rito yeah um, but, okay, so but my my point is that he has he has the skill level and and a lot of the content that he puts out mm-hmm. is the type of content that way more than five thousand people in parkour yeah. would mm-hmm. appreciate, and that's where I'm saying like he deserves he deserves more credit, mm-hmm. quote unquote, because uh, more people in parkour should be aware of him. But if we're talking about like the viral reach outside of parkour. Yeah, I agree. Like people can't understand what he's doing in mm-hmm. that way, but people can understand the Dom Tomato big front flips, the Joe Scandrit massive pole slides, and yeah. like sketchy like yeah, chimney the, descents the, or whatever. It's the it's the visual, right? Exactly. Um, like th- that that clip even there, which was like he does a um, he does some very unique, incredibly high level stuff. Um, it's at a ground level spot sh- shot with a wide angle. Yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. a not probably like fisheye lens. But that's that's yeah. not a that's not good Instagram content just because mm. that's from like a YouTube video, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so th- unfortunately, you chose the one clip that I wouldn't choose as like. Well, I was just trying to see like Instagram like posts. what's what's most what's most recent. Um, yeah. And again, if you're really into parkour, you watch that clip and you're like, "Holy smokes, who's this guy?" Um, if you're really into parkour, but. Uh, I, I think there's, there's also like, uh, you know, probably like a hundred thousand people that do parkour yeah. that aren't like really educated on even what they're looking at. And they might look at that and be like, Oh, I don't <laughs> yeah. like, like it's, 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 it's cool. But like, he's not, um, again, some of the, some of them mentioned who, who do produce viral content. Right? Yeah. I, I still, I still stand by, like he sh- like he should have more followers. Oh, yeah. But yeah. this is exactly why I think mm-hmm. Maven, and I don't know the numbers because they put it behind a paywall, right? Mm-hmm. And that's always m- is going to reduce the amount of viewers that you're going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder if it even did well in terms of sales because you know in the co- in the Commons little core group. Yeah. of followers or friends or mm-hmm. or community they might know who chris is but there's probably so many people outside mm-hmm. of that bubble that have no idea who he is yeah and unfortunately i think he would benefit from having a free youtube video yeah like if that video was was free, there would be it would be like now Chris Roth is a name, yeah. now people are gonna want to watch everything he puts out. Let's put the next one behind a paywall. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to um, touch on a little bit about like that I wasn't following him until uh, it's until until um, until, until join or die until join or die. Okay. Um, and the thing is, like Dylan had mentioned his name uh, and hyped him up. Other people had mentioned his like I'd, I'd heard the name i knew i i even knew the face even mm-hmm. knew like where he's from didn't know his instagram handle mm-hmm. you know free the motion sounds like a lot of other instagrams yeah. it doesn't sound you know even i bet like chris roth pk would probably do better you know um in terms of people find it so um and i i'm sure clips have been shared but just i can't, I can't think of um, up until that point 
it just wasn't on my radar. Like when I'm scrolling through people's stories of seeing like a clip of free the motion and here's some stuff. So like, it just didn't, it hadn't been rec- the, the Insta- his Instagram account really hadn't been recommended to me mm. um, in a way that, you know, s- stood out. Whereas like um, a lot of times that's, that's how, like personally, that's how I'm going to end up seeing and following other Instagram accounts is if I'm scrolling through looking at like clicking some stories and then, all of a sudden, everyone's sharing the same clip on a story, and I'm like, "Oh, I don't know this person yet." Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a quick follow right there, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's even interesting. Like, I, mm-hmm. I had to, I told Ollie about mm-hmm. Chris Roth. Like, I don't, maybe a month ago, where I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, free the motion," and he was like, "Who?" And I was like, free, "Pull out your phone right yeah. now and click follow." Yeah. <laughs> and I showed him like several of his videos, and he's like, "Whoa, what the." So it, it was like kind of like a revelation moment for for Ollie, but I, I would have thought Ollie would know about it, but mm-hmm. I guess he didn't. So, but yeah, I guess. Anyway, we should get to the video <laughs> because the video is, um, I think it's I I can't think of any other video in recent years that I've watched and been and. I mean, part of it was we were watching it in a social setting, mm-hmm. but I was like every single, pretty much every single clip or every couple seconds, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, 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 you know, it was just constant. And it was, and I don't know half of the moves he's doing, <laughs> but, uh, but it was, it was super interesting to watch. And it's really that new style but done so well mm-hmm. you know he's definitely like one of the best at this new age parkour style avant-garde movement i i actually don't know what you're talking about um when you say new style okay i need, I need more words <laughs> okay uh axis okay off axis okay moves. so so off axis tricks yeah yeah okay. beans style sure yeah yeah i don't know like he I, does some of that but i don't like mm, because he's so diverse i don't put him in that category no, no, no. so of he like, doesn't just do that mm-hmm. like he can also do massive jumps mm-hmm. he also can do like descent stuff he can also do like more traditional flip stuff but it feels like there's this um cultural shift in parkour that's happening that and i've talked about this before with style like parkour like freestyle Mm -hmm. has historically been influenced by gymnastics and tricking Mm -hmm. um and now we're moving into this like other realm where people are are being influenced also by skiing access and uh 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 what do we call it um like rollerblading mm-hmm. type movement. And I feel like, uh, I feel like the, the moves have in the most, in the more, in like the last couple years, maybe five years or so have been slowly pushing towards that direction. And beans is kind of the popularized, uh, version of this, right? Where people are doing like, oh, we're going to do like switch walking and other kind of things like that. But I feel like Chris has 
really taken it and understood it and has really implemented it into a little bit more of the traditional parkour style mm. really well. Like he's not go he's not just doing 360 tuck jumps and switch walks. He's doing some really unique um like artfully put together lines and combos. Uh like even Jewel is it a good mm -hmm. example of somebody who's was very influenced initially by the more traditional freestyle parkour mm -hmm. when he was a teenager. But now as he's gotten older, he's been experimenting with the more off axis and different, like the new style. And I don't know what we, we call this because it's... Well, so I mean, when you were saying new style, it's like, okay, we had a dial this back for yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i gotta yeah i do need to explain it so when i say new style i mean mm -hmm. uh i guess i guess it's like off axis type movement mm -hmm. um but even like but it's but even just like tricking corks yeah. are off axis too so it's like how do we define the difference between an mm -hmm. off axis movement that comes from tricking and an off axis movement that comes from yeah I also just want to throw a wrench in this because, like, you have on one side of the world, you got uh, the Beans Gang. Yeah. Uh, who? Yeah, it is. Like, what? What are they doing different? Um, a lot of rollerblading influence, a lot of skiing influence, uh, a lot of off-axis trick influence, as well as tricking, as well as like tradition. Like all, um, a lot of the bigger names from Beans are also like kind of trickers. Like, we'll do like flat ground, traditional flat ground tricking. Um, as part of their practice, or at least in the past before. Like I'm thinking like Ross Allen, Josh Malone um, did do like Ross some... has a pretty strong foundation in, re in, like in, in, in parkour as well. Parkour, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, on the other side of the globe, you have Matt McCreary. Yeah. Um, who, and Kevin Franzen. Yeah. Um, who are also like doing the, you know, untwisting, um, in, in, interacting with, with structures in certain ways, yeah. combining a lot. And so it's like, is that, I, I don't know if I would call what they're, they do some off-axis stuff as well. This is a very good point. This is a very unique, it, 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 this is really hard to talk about because mm -hmm. to me there's something different about what the Americans are doing mm -hmm. to what the Europeans are doing. And they're both, but, it, but, specifically like those characters that you just mm -hmm. mentioned there's something slightly different about it but there is like almost like this convergence of yeah. there seems to be like a mutual appreciation as well yeah 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 and i don't know it's hard to put a finger on it because yeah. like parkour style is like what makes it more european versus more american mm -hmm. but there's some there i don't know i don't know how to how to talk about it we got to I got to think about this a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, Back to the we, video. The next podcast we'll get on to. Yeah, I mean, I think this is important too because um, uh, we're talking about this. I think we've already alluded to it that this is our, our pick so far as uh, likely video of the year. Could be. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think it's important that we're uh, like prephrasing it with talking about who is, who is Chris Roth, what's the style, what's, you know... 
A um, little bit of build up here for what um, seems to be like a video that um, isn't getting maybe talked about or shared as much simply because it can't be because it's behind a paywall. Yeah. yeah. Things that the uh, social platforms don't like. Social platforms don't like it when you link to things that are not, not on the social platforms. <laughs> Obey the social platforms. So we do have, we do, there are like un, a few more videos that are supposed to be coming out this year, mm. including uh, a Matt McCreary and Kevin Franzen mm-hmm. duo video, mm-hmm. which I'm very excited to see because speaking on the, the topic of the new style, whatever that mm-hmm. means, um, that's kind of the European new style, <laughs> uh, uh, kind of converging in one video. So very excited to see that. I, I actually, was it last year Squiggles came out or was that two years ago? That was last year. Squiggles was like maybe my favorite video last year. Yeah, now, but now, now I have to think back. So de- yeah. definitely definitely a high mention for sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, thought th- there's, there's, uh, there's definitely going to be more videos that are released over the next month. So uh, it might be a bit early to crown a video of the year mm-hmm. and uh, and i guess we'll see if store adds it as a category but we'll probably do our own yeah and uh, <laughs> uh yeah we'll see we'll see how that goes and, and we don't have not, money to give away not give away a thousand dollars yeah we don't have any money to give away but you get the uh the loony award I think the loony award huh. yeah. <laughs> people probably don't even know what a loony is so um oh, oh we can mail one to the winner uh okay so maven uh okay we talked about um chris talked about a little bit about like his style um maybe what makes him unique i think i think he can also be like compared a bit um to some of the good things we've said about nate weston um both both athletes being um athletes that have basically high high level of ability um in almost like everything yeah it's like 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 not not a lot of holes in their in their games the last couple years there was like murmurs and talk about maybe there being like a capstone america Mm -hmm. and who would be chosen for that video yeah and always number one on my list of athletes was always nate weston Mm. um and so if capstone america ever gets made nate weston would in my opinion, is still number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would put Chris Roth in that video too. Does he have a? Ca- I remember getting kind of way off on a different tangent here. I'm um, talking about I videos. I yeah, I don't know if he has like a capstone style. He kind of does. Yeah. He has a massive jump, and he could do like he did that, like. Um, that. Pre- I actually don't know how big his jump is, but anyway, it's not. He does. He does mm-hmm. mental challenges too. Mm-hmm. My point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so Maven, why, why, why is it? Uh, why is it video of the year? It's not. Yet. Talked a little about. Well, why? Yet. Well, up until this point, I haven't decided that yet. Okay. I don't want. I don't want to say that it it's is. It's undeniably video of the year. For I don't want to say point. that it is. <laughs> it's not even. No, it's I, actually not even close. I the, <laughs> we. I think we could. Okay. Um. It's just there's so there's there's so many things about it that make it really great. Um, 
it's never there's not one point in watching it that it starts to become boring there's always there's a lot of like almost like misdirection like you think he might do one thing and then he does something else mm-hmm. um or it's like or not even misdirection but just like unpredictability like i have no idea what this guy is going to do next because he's constantly surprising me yeah throughout the video and that's a that's a really that's a hallmark feature of a good video mm-hmm. is if you can't predict what the next thing is going to be mm-hmm. um and then just how many things he does that i can't name that are like incredible um the interaction with the obstacles i kind of like some of it shot at night and it has like a whole vibe to it mm-hmm. it doesn't start super strong but it builds up really nicely mm-hmm. and uh this was the first video in a really long time that we watched it a second time immediately after <laughs> watching it the first time and so like those are all qualities of what makes it and we can get mm-hmm. into like okay yeah like it was I thought it was shot well, it was edited well, good music choices, like those types of things. But ultimately, it's just put together so nicely. Yeah. Yeah, from from the uh like just the the video aspect of it. So, let's say it's not Chris Roth. Let's just say it's like, you know, blank person. Uh shots great uh great shot selection. Mm-hmm. Like great, great variety in there as well. Um, with some, like there's like this opening line that has two angles, and it's just kind of like this slow um, pull out, which is like real, and it, it's just, it's just, it's, it's like almost like a static frame, but there's like a little bit of zoom, um, and that's like just, it's really nice pace setting. Um, the the music also adds to the pace of it. The length is good. Um, there, there is, it's not like crazy bang or crazy bang. There's a lot of wows, like so many wows. Um, but even like what I guess you would consider the like in between movement is still, is still very high level. Um, there's not, there's not a ton of B roll either. Um, and it's, uh, when you're watching it, like, as we were saying, like there's not a moment where you're watching it and you're like being critical of, of the video. It's just, it's just great. Um, so to, uh, to, to Noah, um, Noah's credit, yeah, and manner, and and, um, I think uh, Connor was also shooting some of it as well. I'm forgetting last names, but um, great, great job. Uh, And then back to to Chris, who because you can't you can't just have like a you know a great video can't in in parkour often cannot just be that like the video quality is great. You also need a great mover in it, and we've kind of talked about how he's like this sort of like undiscovered um beast in parkour right now yeah it's like there's something so he has like the he has the um the it factor Mm -hmm. it's like you talk about like that with other sports like some people just have it right Mm -hmm. and i don't want to say that you can't train up to the point where you get where you can get it but there's something about chris that it's like he's he's something's different about him Can I, I just want to make an attempt here because we're yeah. um, just so, so things we've already mentioned. So uh, I guess variety or versatility or uniqueness of, of tricks and things he can he can do because he he has a 
a mastery of like traditional parkour, but also like seemingly a mastery of um, different tricks you can do and high mental. So like you can expect uh, unique challenges uh, and like mental challenges and challenges that are that are scale. Uh, he also has like a, a vision, um, which we were also talking about with with Nate, where it's like finding the unique places, the the the, the non spots. Like some some of the clips in it are are things where he's um, he's doing movement. Like there's this one staircase, like right before they go into the Amazon truck, where it's like people would walk by this the do parkour and not be like, let's stop and try to find a challenge here or a train. It's it's not that at all. And he does uh, this sick like descent into like some freestyle stuff into and then runs into an Amazon truck. Uh, it's super awesome. The last thing I would mention is his flow, uh, which is actually a term that I don't really like how it's used in parkour often because oftentimes when people think of flow, they think of like static flow, things where it's like the, the wind's not even in your face. You're just like moving around on a rail um, and not, not going anywhere. Um, but his flow and his ability to like just plyo every single trick to like, is the line over? Nope. Still going, still going, still going. Like you were saying that during the recording is like, he's still going, he's still going. Another one. Wow. Wow. Like, like I was already impressed, but this line just keeps going and he's not, um, there's no extra arm movement. There's no extra set. There's no extra step. It's just bounce, bounce, bounce into the next thing. But it's like when you're describing it, like you need to watch this video yeah. because if you haven't watched it, what he's describing, you think is just like, oh, he's like doing a sequence of jumps. It's like, no. Mm -hmm. He's doing some weird, funky tricks that you don't know what to call them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it's, so it's not only that they're like seamlessly and just perfectly connected. Um, it's that he's perfectly connecting things that are very hard to do. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's my favorite video I've watched. And, and you know what? There wasn't, there wasn't any in the lines. Like so I've talked about this, a lot of the stuff that I, I hate with uh, freestyle lines is like... Um, the somersault connection, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to do a move and then I'm going to kind of land under rotated instead of trying to like step into the next thing, or I'm just going to do a somersault. There's no, there's no faff move like his, um, seemingly the lines he makes, uh, favor the spot and they make sense. He's not like, there's not like a forced move where it's like, Oh, you know, I really wanted to do a dub at the end. And so I just did a somersault and then popped up onto this box so that I could do a dub. But like, really, there was nothing to connect. Like, everything makes sense. Everything is like deserving of the spot. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Okay, I think I think <laughs> we talked a little bit too much about Maven. Whoa. I can't talk too much about video of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Yet to be crowned. There's still yeah. other videos that might come out to uh, top it. But yeah, go 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 pay for it. Um, seemingly what the comments. It? It's ten dollars USD. Um, by the way, what is the URL for the Commons? Um, the Commons dot Boston. Thank you. I thought that's what it was, but I didn't want to get it wrong. Yeah. So the Commons dot Boston. Hit that up and go watch Maven because I, I am. I don't. I don't think it's going to get topped. I could, you know, I could we get surprised yeah. in the next month or so? But, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be hard. Hard. Really hard to top it. Um, we already talked about so Matt McCurry and. Kevin Franzen are coming mm -hmm. out with the dual video part. 
I think Jules' video is supposed to be coming out this year too. Oh, sick! I need to I actually should reach out to him because mm. I want to want to know if he's done with it. But uh, that's another one to look out for. Uh, Sleeper. Um, not a lot of people know about him. Uh, do you know of any other videos that are we're anticipating coming out this year? Maybe Davis. Oh, Davis's video. Actually, no, it's not. It's not it's because not. I I talked no because he he has stuff that he still has to do for it. Um, which, by the way, it seems like it's more of like a documentary about him and less of like um, a video part. Uh, yeah, a video part. Um, which not not to take away from it, I'm still um, really stoked about it. I think it's going to be sick. But uh, no, he had mentioned a couple challenges that he's yet to do, and like just knowing the time of the like one of them is in Boston. Mm. So if if that is intended to be done for the video to be done, do then, we know? Uh, so, okay, so do we, are we going to count documentaries as part of video of the year? Yeah. Okay. I thought the Jared Ludy piece was awesome. Like yeah. Point A. Mm -hmm. That was actually a really good, um, like Maven is still better as like a video, mm -hmm. but that was, it was like a really like well-told story. And I don't know if I'm just being biased because I'm a part of SPL, <laughs> but I feel like I feel like they captured um, the story of Jared building up to and competing at SPL in a really like in a really cool way. And I it was like one it was like I had actually kind of low expectations for it because I was like I don't know how good how good can this be? But they did a great job on the story. So. Mm -hmm. And that's what that's what a good video is. It's a story, at least a good documentary video. And if you don't have a good story, then the piece actually falls apart. Um, but yeah, that's another one that came up this year. Yeah, I can't I can't think of any others, and I'm drawing a blank right now for anything else that's coming out. Fair. Um, I don't I don't have a segue, but do I do know, have another topic. Do we know when Gatecrashers coming out? Gate. Oh, could be. Could be before Could be the end this of the year? year. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we might see Gay Crash at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, Who's calling me? Do you have a? Uh, you said you had a. Another topic. Another topic. All right. Yeah. Let's let's topic yeah. it up. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, we spent a, a good chunk of time uh, talking about videos, and I think it's one of the struggles with like the doing the podcast is is uh there's not always a lot of like current parkour news or things to talk about um it sometimes is also weird just talking about um videos or clips like something like very very we're, we're saying like you gotta watch it as you're listening yeah <laughs> to yeah. us talk about well it. we pulled up the yeah. instagram and we're yeah. watching an instagram <laughs> clip while we're doing a podcast yeah it's fine um uh anyways uh so I guess let's start talking about yesterday. Um, I got a message uh, from a really notable, um, you know, one, one of the uh, most viral parkour athletes out there, um, and he just suffered an Achilles tear. And I'm not going to talk about who it is yet because they haven't made it public yet. Uh, but what came from that is, uh, you know, I'm I. I suffered an Achilles rupture eight years ago and uh, had a, a just, just a fantastic recovery from it, like no issues at all with that foot or that, um, or my calf or the Achilles on that side. And 
and it's this is like a more common out of like all the things that could happen to you in parkour injuring yourself without actually bailing because it's something that'll often just happen like from just you put effort into something and your body broke um and it's it's a it's a scary thing and it's and it's a tragic thing that can happen but um it also can be something that you can recover quite well from it just takes a lot of time uh but from that i, I actually sent the uh um, a clip of this to uh coach Derek hansen uh who lives here in in vancouver but also travels a lot and uh is is heavily involved in professional sport um so nfl um olympics and he's a, he's a track and field coach and he has like a, a particular interest in uh non-contact injuries yeah um particularly non so not not only non he says non-contact because he's looking mostly at contact sports but it's not just non-contact it's it's um it's like not non non-mistake like you're not you're not doing something incorrectly you're just about to like run into play or change directions and then um an ACL tear occurs or an Achilles tear or a hamstring tear. Um, these are all things that can happen in other sports, not just parkour. And I know you personally, like the, the Achilles tear gives you the heebie-jeebies. The heebie-jeebies. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> and I feel like I've tried to, um, to the point where like you were talking about like the ethics of teaching um, wall runs to people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I've like tried to kind of. My kinda, least favorite skill to teach. I've tried to come in and say like, happens in other sports yeah it's not a it's not necessarily unique to parkour thing it it happens in parkour because we're often chasing grip and traction um on on like vert things like vertical surfaces you know so you're putting in more speed and then trying to get as much push as much power as you can off of a wall oh my god and that's it's it is the type of scenario where um you know let's say like 99 um 999 <laughs> Not nine, sorry, 99,999 times out of 100,000 times, um, you won't injure yourself doing something like that, um, like a wall backflip or a wall run or a tic-tac or a 180. Um, but that is typically when that sort of um, injury will happen if it does. And it sucks and I'm not trying to be a, a bummer here, but... Uh, after talking to Derek, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just, yeah, like, I'm just like, I'm so freaked out about it mm. happening that <laughs> because when it happened to you, it was mm. just like, like, why did that happen? Yeah. I also may have like been in prime, like physical shape. I was 29 years old. Yeah. Uh, and I had, you never had a bigger jump. I never, you, yeah, that was the biggest my jump had ever been. Yeah. Um, you were strong. You mm -hmm. were fit yeah and it just popped although yeah. okay so i was able to like convince myself it was okay because it was like you you were doing that like <laughs> a million you yeah, i don't know how many attempts you had at this tack back but it mm -hmm. was a lot of attempts mm -hmm. and you uh potentially were in a poorer position on that foot mm -hmm. because that's in your non-dominant side or whatever 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 yeah. and so i was able to convince myself and then i've witnessed several over the course mm -hmm. of time that wasn't you mm -hmm. and it's just now it's like should i even do, do wall runs anymore is it mm -hmm. worth it and now this uh this new uh, instance of achilles tear 
um, mm -hmm. from this person that you're talking about wasn't even on a vertical surface. I haven't seen it because I don't want to watch uh, the video. It's on a slant. It's on a, how slanted? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like um, steeper than 45 degrees, but like pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Um, and this is the type of, like, for those of you that don't know, in other sports, like, when Achilles tears typically happen, it's usually within the first few strides of, like, uh, like coming, like, if you're in football, coming off the, or American football, coming off the starting line. Um, if you're in soccer and you're at a state of, like, not play, like, you're, you're standing and then uh, a ball gets kicked like into your vicinity and you were just kind of at a jog and then all of a sudden you have to start sprinting. It's usually in those like first couple of strides that this would, that this would happen. Um, so it's actually lower speeds, uh, relatively speaking. So like when we thought, uh, and the, the thing is most of the parkour actually happens at lower speeds, um, contrary to, to popular belief. <laughs> um, Unless you're Thomas MPO. Yeah, and you're just sprinting into, into Kongs and stuff. Uh, but most of parkour actually happens at lower speeds. So that is, again, when it occurs is like trying to get as much traction, um, or as much power as you can, um, out of like a starting position. Um, so if, I guess this is the thing. So it's like in parkour, I've only seen this mm -hmm. on wall runs or like vertical, like at least slightly vertical surfaces, like slants mm -hmm. or fully, fully mm -hmm. upright. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it just running. Like, uh, like we watched that video of the track and field athlete mm -hmm. tearing an Achilles just on an approach for, uh, was it yeah. high jump? Yeah. So a high jump approach. And so that's flat ground and it popped. Mm -hmm. So, and the reason why this is like my biggest fear is because like you could like preceding that injury, you could be totally fine. Like you could not feel any pain. It could just, just, you just start running and it pops. Mm -hmm. um, and it's absolutely terrifying. So it's like, the question is, how do we avoid this yeah. ticking time bomb that well, lives in our uh, lower legs? Yeah. And, and I, I actually um, am not um, aware of anyone who has torn their Achilles doing parkour that wasn't involved with... Um, like a vertical surface so yeah. like either slanted or um like into like flat the flat ground example i'm, yeah. I'm not aware but it happens all the time in other sports so so it, it there, there will be i'm there probably already is someone in parkour that's done it that, that's had it happen on um uh like a flat ground approach um it happens in crossfit a lot with like how they do box jumps mm. they're doing box jumps for time so they're like jumping up and then doing a backwards drop and then trying to rebound out of that backwards drop again. Yeah. Cause, cause an Achilles tear happens on the, uh, the concentric. Yeah, so it happens like when you're in, yeah. When you're pushing, when you're, uh, when you're pushing. So it's not, it's not something that happens like on a, on a landing. Um, cause I've had people ask, like I've had people actually several people DM me, uh, whenever they see me do like a level cat and they'll like a, a level arm jump level cat leap and and they'll where you come in and it seems like a lot of sheer force and they're like how is that on the achilles and i'm like oh it's totally fine but it's um i i think it just becomes like this logical fear that like oh you're entering this position that um you're jumping into what seems like a very sheer force that's and it's like, gonna 
push yeah. your ankle back and rip yeah. it, right? But, but if, that's not how it happens. And that's also like would be the wrong technique. Yeah. Because you're not getting enough slip. You're like trying to like force the traction. So I actually think that's a relatively safe movement to do. Go do your level cat leaps. They're fine. Um, uh, unless you're Although, Tom Cruise. I did see that one. Well, he doesn't know how to cat leap. But mm. we did years and years ago. Oh, I someone tib fib. Tib fib yeah. on a cat leap. Mm -hmm. oh. That's actually another one. The tip. So like there's, there's three injuries I can think of that happen in parkour seemingly where you don't bail. So it's uh, Achilles tear is probably actually the most like uh prevalent one and then there's um tib fib uh which is fracturing or breaking your um your lower leg your, your tibia and fibula um because like kent johns did one on like a, a relatively a small stride. drop stride yeah um but you, that can also happen when you just land something um you can just like land on your feet and it breaks yeah but kent johns also like unhealthy vegan yeah, I mean, I think that was like a I lot think of that the was... that was playing. Uh, but I also think he um, his training load was really high at the time. Yes, he, he was, was doing um, dailies. Mm -hmm. He wasn't getting adequate nutrients from his diet. Yeah. In my opinion, I could be. And to what I'm going to get at with um, something that Coach Derek Hansen is saying is like um, overly specific um, type training. So only doing parkour, nothing, um, uh, not not any like general um, training to supplement or even take a break from parkour. Um, anyway, the third uh, injury that, that we see a bit of is uh, ACL tear, um, ACL tear, MCL strain. Um, I've seen a few that have happened on just drops. Mm. So someone will land out of a move and like their, their knee will just buckle. And so there's actually no, there's no direct, because a lot of times people will, will think uh, an ACL tear will be like, oh, directional change from torque, right? But it sometimes actually could just be like a very linear straight landing and the knee buckles in. Again, um, I think a, a lot, we'll, we, the, th the thing that we can look at the most is, is what, what sort of shape, what sort of condition is this person or athlete in going into it. And so you have like, um, if, if you had like a thousand people, you know, doing parkour and you're like, which of these people are going to, um, have one of these like non-contact or non-bail type injuries happen i would say probably like the untrained so someone who's maybe like overweight not fit and doing um a very specialized movement that they're not otherwise getting a lot of like preparation reps for um which is why we unfortunately sometimes like think about like mm, wall runs maybe like maybe we need to put people through um uh, much more training before we start uh encouraging them to sprint uh, or put oh, put a lot of speed into a wall run just run faster yeah you got it just you know just put a, just try a little harder you got yeah so maybe like maybe that's actually not the direction of how wall runs um or um attack uh, backs 180s should be taught maybe there needs to be uh, more more training more time spent jumping more time spent sprinting running doing takeoffs various plyometric drills before we get into just just not not like you can teach people the wall run but like before you're like encouraging them to put in a lot more effort um and i, th I would say the other side of the spectrum is like the highly trained mm -hmm. uh athlete uh who is uh maybe not getting adequate amount of rest and so um their bodies may be like more certain parts of their body might be more vulnerable and this is this is a tricky thing because um we may never have uh, 
like just good research um, to point at like how you would prevent or how you would see like what sort of like athletes this kind of thing happens to. Um, Coach Hansen, his his uh, I told you like before we recording like his uh, his opinion is is that there's not enough general training, and I I don't I don't agree with like his prescription because um, he was he's saying that there needs to be a uh, a five to one ratio between like general to specific um, and park in parkour that's a tricky one because a lot of the stuff we do in parkour is general like ah oh, you're doing like a, a general like you know um we think like what is general preparation uh strength speed power um you know a variety of such not always like we're doing a um, tons of variety and we, and we don't have like one of the strengths of parkour is you don't have like an opponent that's trying to mess you up and trying to make you do all these weird things and and you don't have a Unless you're competing, you don't have a clock mm-hmm. um, uh, on you. It's just, you know, okay, I can rest for as long as I want to rest. Yeah. <laughs> and then I take another attempt at the thing that I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, so a lot of these things that happen in other, uh, make it, m- make these types of injuries happen in other sports don't exist in parkour. Uh, and then it's just like, you know, what is general? You know, what is, um, what is general? I, I guess from my experience i did a lot of weight training did a lot of parkour um and then i introduced this intense plyometric program um into my training and i was piling it on top of some other training and i was very fatigued yeah all the time doing this program very fatigued the result of the program is that my all-time best jump, all-time like most power, and so it was like you know a success in that regard. And then um, I also at the time was um, calorie deficient. I was dieting down. I was uh, um, I was like my lightest as like um, in my um, late twenties, like the lightest I'd ever. Okay, ever been. so we're, so potentially for what happened to you with Achilles mm-hmm. tear was that you were overtrained, mm-hmm. or maybe over specially specialized training. Yeah. And potentially nutrient deficient mm-hmm. and doing a movement that is potentially putting you at a higher specialized movement, high effort on my offside. Yeah. Um, so the technique is not as dialed in and on a, and on a vertical wall, yeah. which is like seemingly, yeah. I think doing more than just the flat wall, mm-hmm. flat ground thing would do. Yeah. And so but the question is like, mm-hmm. here's a question is like, if it didn't happen that day, would it have happened somewhere else mm-hmm. on a different, uh, on a like on a flat ground takeoff or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, and that and that would have sucked because I would have had less to point point at in terms yeah. of what's going on. Um, I will say that again, like my training was um, a lot of weights, a lot of um, a lot of parkour, um, and then when I piled on this like plyometric program, it wasn't a plyometric like the type of plyometrics we do now. Mm-hmm. where we're doing um like track and field like there's not boxes there's not it's just it's just ground just you and the ground right and there's a lot of different variations and there's also a lot of sprint work i wasn't doing any of that it was i was doing um uh high uh volume sets of depth jumps yeah from high boxes so dropping from high and mm-hmm. then jumping again right yeah yeah a lot and i actually think the um the technique I was using to perform them uh, had a lot of 
I guess we'll say like strain and not, not like when you stra when you're straining a certain part of your body muscle groups, not always a bad thing. Um, but a lot of strain on, um, on the Achilles. Yeah. Like I, I would have, um, I wouldn't, uh, have a lot of like hip hinge or knee hinge in my takeoff, especially a really hard movement to do that. I don't actually recommend that I was doing a lot of time was, um, uh, like depth jump to broad jump. Yeah. And just the way that, um, my anatomy is set up i i would lean heavily like you would watch like my ankle flex a lot yeah in that movement and i wouldn't have a lot of hip or knee hinge or hip hinge or like knee flexion so it would just be taking yeah. it all in the ankle um, all in the achilles yeah and again having said all that it's also like a who knows sort of thing um, just roll the dice yeah that's just, what we got to do yeah it's it's like I, I think there's a ticking time bomb in your lower leg yeah. and you I, have I, no idea when it's gonna go off this is this is why it's my biggest fear yeah. is just because it just feels like i have no real control over mm -hmm. it you know yeah um and maybe i have more control than i give myself credit but yeah it feels like that's it feels like such a scary thing to happen mm -hmm. right it's like for you it's like i could see okay maybe it happened to renee because of all these factors and i can point to them and it's mm -hmm. like all right i'm not doing those so i should be okay but yeah. I've also seen people who train about as much as me mm -hmm. with about the same physical condition mm -hmm. and they rupture their Achilles tendon. So it's just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, the unfortunate thing is there's a lot of unknown. I think, I think there's some general takeaways for if you are trying to, if you're trying to prevent uh, these non-contact injuries. And the funny thing is a lot of what's like, being popularized now a lot through social media is like isolation slow isolation weighted movements like the knees over toes type of program where it's like oh you just you want to avoid like damaging your knee you got to go through this range of motion with your knees over your toes and do a bunch of squats and lunges with that um and then there's also like uh oh you don't want to tear your hamstrings uh tear your hamstring do uh by the way i've, I've um had a hamstring tear um and i'm i'm very good at nordics very good at that exercise um and so it doesn't prevent hamstring <laughs> tear. Um, it, there's, there's a lot of, again, these like slow weighted isolation movements to prevent things that are happening under like very dynamic, complicated scenarios. Um, and so, so I think some of the things that can potentially help is the, the, the less sexy type of <laughs> habits, right? Sleep well, hey. don't overtrain whatever that means. Um, uh, I think people get confused with overtraining because they see someone's training load and they're like, they're overtraining because they're training so much. You can condition yourself. You can gradually like progressively overload training. So that's totally fine. Um, but you know, if you're feeling like trash all the time because you're not sleeping enough and you're training too much, you should either sleep more, dial back your training or both. Right. Um, having a relatively healthy diet with enough um, protein, collagen sources, vitamin C. There, there is some data out there to suggest that that these was the surprising one to me is vitamin C. Yeah, is... I didn't know about the vitamin C until maybe like uh, a little over a year ago. Yeah. 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 Um, Helps with collagen synthesis, supposedly. I'm, yeah. I am by no means an authority on it. <laughs> I, yeah, 
I also I've I've realized like recently because I've been going through this whole like um, healthy kick in mm-hmm. my own personal life, and uh, I don't eat nearly enough protein mm-hmm. every day, and I don't and I don't know how anybody actually reaches the daily recommended intake of fiber every day. <laughs> like you probably don't. Yeah. Look it up. It's 38 grams for a male. Mm. And yesterday, I'm supplementing fiber, like a mm-hmm. lot of fiber. Yesterday, I hit 35. I, I so how it. do you do it with like... I with, need to get a Cliff Bar. Uh, how do you do it? Sorry, Cliff Bar, Quest Bar, sponsorship. How do you do it with Whole Food, like, <laughs> yeah. at all? How is that possible? Your a Quest Bar has 10 to 15. Nice. My smoothies that I have every morning have like 21. There you go. Yeah. So that's where I'm getting most of my fiber in. And yeah. then I'm just like, but, but like if I, like the regular meals that mm-hmm. I eat, like it's not like I'm eating unhealthy, like a kale salad or, mm-hmm. you know, and like chicken drumsticks or whatever. But mm-hmm. like kale only has like two, less than two grams of protein per cup. Probably because I think it's the, uh, uh, or not protein, sorry, uh, fiber. Yeah. I think it's usually when you say like eat your like green like leafy vegetables. Yeah. I think it's actually the um, uh, some someone who might know more about nutrition can correct me on this. Uh, but I think it's actually not the the leaf. It's like the rest of the vegetable that has more fiber. Like like so like mm. like broccoli for example. You know, it's like the end of the broccoli is kind of what gets yeah. eaten, but it's actually like the the stalk or whatever that that probably has more fiber. Um, broccoli in general has a little bit more fiber but still it's like you eat like a whole cup of it and it's still like ah that's only like 10 percent of my daily fiber like might have to have some some bread get some uh fiber get some get some get some get some gluten in you you know whole wheat bread or get some of that toxic gluten in your body oh man um (laughs) um (laughs) Okay, so <laughs> avocado. Avocado has a lot of fiber. Really? Yeah. Oh, so my smoothies now, actually, I put half an avocado in there, along with all the other goodies. Plus, and the then is it even being absorbed? You know, if you're not spreading it out. And that's the other thing too: is it's supposed mm-hmm. to be soluble fiber, and a lot of things also have insoluble fiber, which makes it not the right kind of fiber for you to be. Yeah. Anyway, you're on the fiber whole, quest. It's the fiber quest. Like I'm trying to get enough fiber every day and mm. i'm definitely not getting nearly enough protein even though it feels like i'm eating a lot of protein mm. so um <laughs> i don't know how you do it um to go back to uh, the non <laughs> the non-nutrition stuff for uh uh just just general like again these non-contact non-bail injuries um last thing is actually um uh, like traditional plyometric and track track and field type training and drills i think a lot of athletes will get into weight training and I, I'm, I still do it. We're doing it right now. We're, we're in the, we're in the off season, um, game. Uh, but, uh, I think one of the mistakes that I made, um, early on with, uh, my parkour journey was, um, really loving, loving the barbell, loving the weights because it's, it can be incredibly motivating for like that, those tiny, uh, number increases. Number right? go up. Number go up. Number go up. Make right. me feel good. Um, Make brain happy. <laughs> and and this includes this includes powerlifting. This includes Olympic weightlifting, um, bodybuilding. You name it. Is is uh, you know it can be incredibly motivating to just watch those little numbers go up. Um, but they are 
that is one tiny piece of what we would consider like a general training approach. So the other one of the other pieces that needs to be considered is um, how you sprint. Are you sprinting and approaching challenges in such a way um, that is going to be preventative of injury? Um, do you you know do you spend time doing full out sprints with like full out decelerations? Um, do you spend time doing like maximum effort jumps? Do you spend time doing low effort jumps, low intense, low intensity training and like aerobic training as well? Um, I, I think aerobic training is like hugely overlooked um, in parkour, but it's like, you know, it, it really helps to have um, stronger lungs and heart. Um, and cause, for general health. Because guess what brings these like nutrients and healing to your, to your joints and yeah. connective tissue? It's actually um, having a better cardiovascular system. So also you get, you can be able, you can attempt something more mm -hmm. or with lower yeah. rest times. So, but, but I think the reason that these uh, methods, so again, like cardiovascular training and plyometric or track and field training don't get practiced as much is because they're just not as motivating. They're not as, they're not as sexy unless you're, unless you're like, Oh, I'm going to run five um, K's or 10 K's or whatever, and try to beat my, like my time every time. It, not, not everything needs to be about PRing is what I guess also <laughs> about setting personal records. Um, actually for, for me, um, having been in the game this long, I think my personal records are um, happening on the street, you know, in uh, overcoming challenges that were either mentally or physically too too difficult at one point and and trying to get around them that's i think where the reward should come i think we should be putting much less stock on if you're a parkour athlete on how much weight you can lift um i think it's cool i think it's a good thing to track for like improvement of strength but you you shouldn't be um if you're your real interested in parkour then then that's where the pr should be happening is uh is on the streets well i agree i mean like what are you what are you doing or what are, what is the goal of your training? Is the goal for your number to go up or is the goal for you to be a better parkour mm -hmm. athlete? And it's okay if it's both mm -hmm. and it's okay if it's not even parkour, if it's number go up, <laughs> but you just have to like, I think identify what the goal is mm -hmm. and what you're training to do. And then that's where your PRs are going to, that's mm -hmm. the realm your PRs are going to live in. Yeah. And it's okay to be in seasons too. Like in a season can be a year. You can spend a year just like, I really got into weight training and I just wanted to watch my weights go up for yeah. a year. That's fine. Uh, what I would caution is that if you're taking a long season where your primary focus is, is strength training and then you're trying to get back into parkour, uh, you need to consider the other like general training methods that would go into a, a smart parkour program, which again... Um, getting those, uh, getting getting some kind of interest or practice in general plyometrics and and sprint training, uh, and also uh, your cardiovascular training. I think if you can if you can hit those things, then you can probably avoid um, again also nutrition, overtraining, sleep. You can probably avoid uh, some of these really frightening non non contact non bail scenario injuries that that happen hopefully yeah. um okay i think we should call it there then i think this is a great episode if you enjoyed this episode please leave us a like 
uh, comment below. It will help us out immensely. Uh, and we'll see you in the next video.